You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts, my guy. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, Jesse returns to New York. Todd has marketing advice for Netflix. We review Glow and Evil Genius. Yeah, we confuse Jesse Eisenberg and Michael Sarah. Evolving as sports fans as we get older. Top 50 rapper list. Too many lunch table memes. Yo, the Rick Ross new album and much more. Michael Sarah, bro. It's not. It's fucking uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh shit! <laughs> Honestly, they're the same fucking person. <laughs> My bad, bro. Play with some pivot, man. Yeah, man. Ty was good, man. On site, man. When I see that bitch, I'm a. Pussy like I'm Joe Jackson. Lick that pussy, stick that pussy, that's the total package. Pretty brown skin, geek, late for all the classes. Cause we wasted half an hour getting hit in traffic. Made it rain on the now that pussy extra splash. And that thing soaking wet, I forgot my jacket. 720 yes, preparing my shit, go the fastest. Got a stain on my shirt from these cookie ashes. New Versace denim bustin' with the cherry ashes. All she want is new Chanel and Celine glasses. Anything she want, anything no, she now listening to Volume 94 of the Bucket Up Podcast. Here with Ty Doyle, Butter Sauce, aka Ty Lante, aka your mama called me over to get that work. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB was good. Burr, burr, burr. Yo, we out here. My, literally, I'm out here. I'm home. New York. Out from. It's me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week, aka Mr. Toad. So not because I'm always right. But when I'm right, I'm like, shit, yo, you know who told you so? Me. But again, man, happy to be home. I am nested in Brooklyn, but currently chilling and stationed in Queens. And I told the buckets that I was on a pizza mission. I've been home four days, Ty. I've had pizza four times already. <laughs> I mean, if, if you know, I, I guess nobody knows, obviously. But yeah, Jesse's de- basically just been sending me Snapchats of him eating pizza. This whole time. <laughs> trying to make it, me feel jealous, I guess. I don't know. Nah, it's like a premium Snapchat account. Trying to get, you know, just trying <laughs> to... Like, that's yeah, literally two ninety nine. You get fire videos of me eating pizza straight to the dome. Shouts out food porn. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do. Uh, no, nah, I'm not trying to make you jealous, bro. I'm trying to, you know... I'm trying to bring you home with me type shit, you know? Ah, no, I feel you. It's funny, though, because I've never had any of the pizza in New York City, unless you want to count... Uh, Barrows and Sabaros in, in uh, the fucking JFK airport. So, uh, well, according to Michael Scott, Sabaros is New York's finest. <laughs> how do you how do you say it, though? I never know if it's Sabaros if the S is silent, if it's you know what I'm saying some other way that I'm just not saying it right. Um, well, it's not Sabaros like S U B, but mm-hmm. it it's like it's like it, it it'd be equivalent to saying spare. But you replace the B with a P with a B, so it'd be like spare ribs. You know what I'm saying? Like practice. If you so could say spa- that, 
Sparrows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like I still ain't. That shit sound hard. That's a dumb name. Why they make that shit so hard? (laughs) Bro, why can't they just name it 99 cent pizza like everywhere else? (laughs) Airport pizza, bro. Mall pizza. That's what what we is. Uh, Speaking of the airport, yeah, I did fly out to uh, from Phoenix, of course, the JFK. Uh, This time, dude, I did get randomly selected. Oh, shit. And I thought, man, we went to Colorado, and I thought I was on a winning streak because they did they didn't do it to me one time, right? And uh, they pulled me aside, and the guy worded it very oddly, and he said, "Hey, man, I need to pat down your right side. Will it be sore?" And I was like, "Well, what will what be sore?" He's like, "If I pat down your right side, will it be sore?" And I was like, nah, it depends on how hard you pat me. I, I don't know, man. So, yeah, your man had to run his hand down my leg. And uh, there was nothing there. Because uh, <laughs> I swing to the left, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it, wait, why would they only do the right side? Because they, it, I don't know. Like I guess just like where I was, like, I guess my pocket was bunched up. So it looked like I was trying to conceal something. Oh, it's like um, when you went through the, like, the little thing that they make you put your arms up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that does happen. I know. I heard that. Um, was it black women actually? Every time they go through there, if they have like natural hair, they they always get patted down on their head because the machine's not made for them. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, that's fuck. But yeah, you yeah. said that happened to you a lot, so. Yeah, and I, it's funny because I told my grandma about that, and she's like, "It's because you be a just." I'm like, all right, well. It could be. It's just dumb. What a dumb thing to go... Like, there's so many people with beards. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I guess it was all right, because the guy was cool about it after that. Oh, successful note, I didn't lose my neck pillow like I did <laughs> last time. I don't. I still don't understand how someone loses the neck pillow, bro. It's wild. Uh, I was trying to get over it, but I just... <laughs> you brought it up! <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know, but it just... You know, sometimes you have some memories, bro. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um... So that was cool. Uh, I was reading this article about like how the easiest place, easiest place to get away with like you know petty shoplifting is the airport. So I was gonna th- like thinking about doing that, but nah. What? Did the right- what? You didn't think about that, bro? They got like no security at the airport. Like, <laughs> I mean, they do got security there. No, but not the convenience stores. <laughs> what well, happens? I'm- you take like a gummy bear and then you just dip into the next gate and you're just like, yeah, I'm just waiting to go to Tampa or whatever. <laughs> I guess there's no way to get you back, right? Like you might, especially if it's a layover, like you might have a layover in, in fucking Detroit and never be back there ever again in your life. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? But also, the shit is so expensive that they've just been robbing people all day that they're just like, yeah, why even protect it? If they rob us, they kind, we kind of deserve it. Yeah. Oh, I will say what's funny is I was like, well, my flight ain't delayed, which is cool, but I still have, like, a cool 40 minutes to my shit, and I was kind of hungry, mm-hmm. and I was like, there was a restaurant literally at my gate, and I was like, well, you know, I'll just eat there, and I'm close enough that if they say shit, I can just, you know, listen or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and this woman's like, oh, there's plenty of room here if you want to join me, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll sit here, thanks, and she saw I had, like, the tray of food and nowhere to move type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're just chatting it up, and mind you, I assumed she was going to New York because she was at the restaurant, 
And I wasn't paying attention to the time, and I kind of just, like, lost track because I was, like, fucking around on my phone and shit. And you're like, yo, she didn't leave, so we must not be time to leave yet. Right, and I'm like, (laughs) so I was like, how much more time? And she's like, oh, I think I got, like, 40, like, 37 minutes or something till we board. I was like, oh, cool, you know? And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was like, so what, like, are you from New York? And you got family there? And she's like, I'm not going to New York. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. Um, let me go check my flight real quick. And my, shit, my shit was boarding, B. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, yo, this lady, uh, great conversation. I got to go. What made you think you just, you just sat down as some random person? And you just assumed they were on the same flight as you? <laughs> because she was at my game, bitch. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Dude, it was literally like the restaurant at the gate. So I'm like, why would she be at this restaurant? You know? Maybe because that's where the restaurant was? I mean, it turns out that's what the reason was. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I, I can see in a way like, Yo, there's a good chance that she might be on this flight, but at the same time, the restaurant's only in one spot. Dude, it's like, I mean, in my defense, it'd be like seeing someone at a school cafeteria and be like, what class you got next? And they're like, I don't go to school here. You're like, alright, what the fuck <laughs> no, you doing here? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely you being in a cafeteria and being like, yo, <laughs> you you got the biology homework for next like period? And they're like, dude, I got gym next. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. And I'm like, Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> well, I'm about to go fail biology, but nah. So yeah, my shit was boarding, and uh, I jump on the plane, and uh, I had a window seat, which was cool. No shouts to American Airlines though for giving me making me pay for the seat a month after I already bought the ticket, as if like a, like standing on the plane was an option. Wait, what? Bro, they were like, yo, it's time to pick your seat, you know? I was like, all right, bet. They had, like, just a list of all the seats, and it was, like, $9, $30, $45. I was like, nah, I already bought the shit. <laughs> and they were just like, and I even, like, tweeted them and, like, emailed them. I was like, guys, like, I already paid for the flight a month ago. Like, why are you now charging me for the seat? I figured the seat was implied that y'all telling me I had to stand on this bitch. So, um, wait, so when you bought the ticket, did it, did it even say anything, or was it... Because usually when I buy them, I try to pick the seats right when I buy them. But you were just trying to get, like, hey, I'm in whatever group I'm in, and then I get whatever seat I get, right? Well, they they didn't let you at the time of purchase. They made you... They said some shit like, you you can pick your seat seven days before the flight, before you check in or whatever. So oh, I but you, whatever. Even then, you're just like, I'll pick my seat, but you didn't think you're going to pay more. I didn't think I'd pay at all. Yeah. Right, was, right. Yeah, yeah, because I was just like, all right, well, that, you know, and I was, you know, I imagine, and that's the thing, is like, there's levels now. There's basic economy, economy, like, business economy, first class, and... I was like, bro, let me I, get that off rip. Right. I, I got the brokest boy level, and then they're just like, yo, you got to pay for your shit when it's time to check in. That's wild. And then, it was, I mean, I got a window seat or whatever, but I was like, man... This nine extra dollars like makes me feel some type of way. I think that's actually—I mean, it's trash on their part. But I think what they're trying to do is, you buy the ticket, you already bit the bullet, and then you know what I'm saying thirty, you know, twenty days later, they're like, "Oh yeah, pick your seat," and you're like, "Ah, you know, what's another like, what's fifty bucks?" Because you know it's not like on top 
that initial th- shit that you already paid at the same time. So you might be more willing to to throw in that extra money. I think that's what they're thinking. That's yeah, I understand that. Too. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, that's definitely their part. I can see people doing that shit. Like, oh, forty bucks for this better suit? Hell yeah, you know. Right, and it's like it was already like two paychecks after you already, you know, what I'm saying, it sunk all that money. And you, you know, because at the time you probably like fuck that, I'm not paying more than this. This is already crazy. But, right. You, know, you, you get a couple of paychecks, and a couple of weeks later, you might be like, you know what, first class, you know, it's only an extra hundred bucks. <laughs> Got that? You know what I mean? Be I actually. I did tweet American Airlines. I was like, yo, can I get a first class ticket? I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, no. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Well, I'm like, that's at least, you know, there's people up in that bitch that shouldn't be either. So it's cool. All right. You might as well shoot your shot. Uh, so I didn't get, I didn't really get smoke from the flight attendant, but I did sit in, you know, the seat. And eventually there was one area of the flight, which is, mind you, much longer than our flight to Colorado. It was like six hours, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we got some turbulence, bro, and I don't like that shit. So I'm like, hey, miss, can I get, like, uh, two bottles of rum? And I was like, I'll have a Diet Coke as a chaser. I said it that way, right? Mm-hmm. And then the lady offered me the cup, and I denied it, trying to avoid the previous encounter. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. She didn't call me a weird one, okay? So... Mm-hmm. That other flight attendant was out to get me, Ty. Yeah, she was wildin', bro. I don't even understand. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say, did you, uh, what was the first thing? I know you got pizza. Did you you get any other things while you were at the crib? Uh, When I first got in, my typical dad, my typical dad, (laughs) my dad typically picks me up, and then we go get smooth, like, bagels, bacon, egg, and cheese type shit. Oh, yeah, and, bagels are so fire. Yeah, so that's what we did. Um, so shouts to that. So, yeah, I got breakfast and then came home, and I always pass out for, like, you know, six hours because the time difference type shit. Yeah. Uh, what's cool, shouts to my brother, actually, on some progressive shit, because uh, even though New York, predominantly liberal and, you know, Democrat, there are some spots, and... There was a bagel shop he was at a couple weeks ago, and that guy had, like, Fox News on. And he was, like, hello racist and just saying, like, you know, some hot buttons and hot words and shit. Were you in in Long Island, my guy? (laughs) Nah, shut up. (laughs) This was in Queens. (laughs) Scattered throughout. And and no. And uh, I wasn't there. I'm just, I heard the story. And then my brother on some gangster shit. The guy was like yelling out like racist slurs at the TV and stuff. Oh man! So my brother's like, "Yeah, just keep your bagel and shit and dipped," and like hasn't returned his business since. Damn. So some G shit. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I'm happy to be home. Uh, you know, it, my trip bled into the weekend. So what was your weekend like, dude? Uh, my weekend was cool. You know, got to kick it with uh. Trav and Aubrey, shouts to Trav, shouts to Aubrey. Shouts to the producer. Over. Yeah, bro, they came over with Tegan. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I hadn't seen no little homie in a minute. But, you know, he came over, he was chilling. He's out here talking and stuff now. And did you ask him about me or what's up? I did not. I don't understand why. I would ask him about you. I feel like, if anything, he asked me about you. No, that's what I'm saying. Did he ask you about me? Nah, he did not. 
He, he, just, he just out here like, Ty? <laughs> Damn. And, yeah, and and that, mom? That was pup, Puppy? So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's getting his little, he's getting his talk on, he's, you know, getting older and whatnot, which kids tend to do. Uh, so that was cool, you know, we were chilling. Uh, we watched this show on Netflix called, uh, it's called Blown Away. Oh, is that the glass thing? Yeah, yeah. It's like they make glass. They're like yeah. blowing glass, and they got it's like a whole competition, and like right. they give them a theme that they're supposed to do, and then they blow it, they shape it, and it's like they give them like four hours to do it, and it's just like crazy because you're like, what the fuck? And like it, the whole time they're like making the glass, you're like looking at them doing it, you're like, I, right, I guess I can see something, and then they show like the last results, and it's like, oh, this dude made a whole egg. <laughs> And he's like, oh, this motherfucker made, like, fucking dishware. And I didn't even see any of that when they were, like, showing them make it. Like, it was just them, like, knocking shit off of metal sticks. And you're like, oh, okay. I, the, the stoner in me, I was like, yo, they making bombs? <laughs> That's what somebody, when, uh, it's funny because then I, Saturday, I had people over from work. To, we did, like, a little charcuterie day. Uh, and we are you know, we had, like, meats and cheeses and shit. And you know all the all the accoutrement. I don't know how to spell that, but I was telling them about the show, and I was like, "Yo, this one chick look like her name is Eunice," and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "She looked like her name is Eunice," and I was like, "So I was like I threw it on, and I was like, tell me this one you think looked like her.'" <laughs> and so it's funny because they waited till like the last person to be to come out, and they and she came out, and everybody started dying laughing, and I'm like, "See, <laughs> I told you, but." You know what I'm saying? That whole time when we were watching it, and my homie Paige was like, "Yo, you know who like she make a fire ass bong though," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, I didn't even think about that. Like, that there really are motherfuckers just out here just blowing mad bongs and weed pipes and shit. It's gotta be like a, a high percentage of their business." Yeah, bro, for sure. Like, there's a guy shouts to Larry. He runs this spot under. Um, under it's like on Mill Avenue, but it's like under one of the popular bars, and like some of the OG, like I sound like Van Wilder, but yeah, like some of the OG ASU cats, like will go and like have Larry fucking custom make you a piece, and I had a piece that he made for me, but like I, I broke the shit, and I was like, I felt like so bad that I haven't like seen him since, <laughs> and uh, he made me this piece, bro, that looked like a rotary phone. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just put your fingers in the shit so it looks like you're dialing. And you would just smoke out the top. It was tight. That sounds fire, bro. I still don't understand how they do that shit, though. Yeah, but he was mad cool. And he used to let us, like, we'd come drink at the shop. And then, because the bars closed at 2, but his shop would be open till 3, he let us come kick it there. Or he used to, like, let us, like, sometimes if you had, like, a bag from class and you ended up just, like, drinking and shit, you'd be mm-hmm. like, yo, bro, you hold my shit? And he's like, yeah, I got you. So then you'd have your shit, like, on deck. Damn. Anyway, shouts to class blowers. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I've been going silly for the west side. You might catch me rolling where the reps rise Ain't no opposition, I'm the best rise I might take my city on a test drive You don't wanna see me 
Netflix, so you say you, you call it a docuseries or something? Yeah, so did you remember the movie 30, second, 30 Minutes or Less? Mm, oh, yeah, it didn't have Joe, is his name, no, is it Jay, Jay something, right? The, the Day, Jay, what the fuck is his last name? I thought, or it could be the movie with Michael Sarah and Aziz with the bomb. Oh, it was it was Michael Sarah. I thought it was that Jay guy from, uh, he's in, she's out of my league, and I think she's oh, also. Oh, uh, Jason Biggs? No, 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 no. It's another Canadian dude. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The guy from uh, This Is The End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not him. Uh, but it does have uh, uh, Michael Sarah and Aziz and somebody else. But he, he could be, and I actually don't know. But those are the two main characters. And uh, I didn't know this, but that movie was actually based on a true story, but like a spinoff of a true story. Oh shit! It's not even Michael Sarah, bro. It's not. It's fucking uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh shit! <laughs> Honestly, they're the same fucking person. <laughs> My bad, bro. They really are the same. But yeah. I, I thought he was the J dude, and again, they're all three of them are the same dude. Well, like, yeah. all nerd guys, right? My bad. Yeah, and you know what's fucked up? I didn't see the movie. I'm referencing it for my main point. <laughs> so. I haven't seen 30 Minutes or Less, but I know it's about the pizza delivery with the bomb and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this docu-series on Netflix is called Evil Genius, and it's about the story based, what, the, what that movie's based on. Mm-hmm. And what happens is this, this, these people ordered a pizza, and the guy delivers it, and then at the time of delivery, the guy gets kidnapped and put a, put a bomb around his neck, and he's told to go rob the bank, the local bank, and bring the money back in order to get, like, you know, the contraption off of his neck. Mm-hmm. But because the police gets involved during the bank robbery, naturally, people don't know if the bomb's real, if he's, like, a witness, or if he's the, you know, the culprit, or what's going on. And, you know, this is not a spoiler, because they show this in the trailer. Hit The bomb goes off. <laughs> The bomb. Did this movie come out 2011? No, the, the docuseries. Oh, I'm thinking of fucking 30 minutes of left. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, my bad. I dove into the docu. Evil genius. This is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's what's going on. So the, dude, the bomb explodes and the guy dies, right? But what happens is now, like, there's all these conspiracies on, like, was there a conspiracy inside job from the pizza delivery or from the pizza spot? Did this guy set this up as, like, a ruse to make it look like he was kidnapped? Was he in on it? Uh, And it's just a four-part docuseries that dives into the, uh, like, the the story. And the reason why it just recently, like, surfaced is because part of, like, the agreement of getting a lot of this footage was... uh, the I think one of the win, women was like, what's that called when you give like amnesty or some shit? Yeah, uh, like but, for for like snitching. Yeah, but in exchange, she had to record. She got to re- like her the camera crew or whoever it was, uh, got to record her and the lawyer, mm-hmm. like the conversations. So you get to hear like actual conversations with her, and she's like one of the, you know 
they don't know if she's an, uh, an assistant or if she was like a witness or whatever. So it's pretty crazy because uh, that's a scary thought. Like you're just you're just going to deliver a pizza, then people are like, "Yo, go rob a bank, or else you'll die." And you're like, "Uh, I, uh yeah, I, I'm I'm okay if you guys just don't tip me." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just like, dip? Like, uh, yeah, dog, pizza in the house, bro. Don't even worry. <laughs> <laughs> Also, they like delivered the pizza to a re- remote location. I'd be like, "Wait, you guys are not in a house? Yeah, nah, you guys are gonna have to call back when someone uh, else is working." Uh, but hey, we don't need to deliver the houses, not abandoned warehouses. Super yeah, I'm gonna go. Like, I would definitely would be like, call them up, like, "Hey, pizza's by the gate, dog. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not about to yeah. come." But what's weird is, like, they said, you know, because his alibi was like, yo, they strapped this bomb to my neck. And, like, I swear, like, I, I wouldn't have, ru- like, this is not my idea. But then, like, witnesses that were at the bank robbery say, like, the guy was acting mad casual. And, like, you know, if you had a bomb strapped to your neck, you would probably, like, ask people to help you. But he was just, like, mad, like, lackadaisical about it and was just, like, you know, like, la, 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 like. Well, and that, so wait, so did they find, they found out that he really what didn't have a bomb trap or whatever no the like, bomb the bomb was real bro but what was crazy is you'll find out that the bomb like the the bomb was made so intricately that you there was like red herrings and like the, the guy put in fake cell phones to make that seem like it was a real like that had a factor mm-hmm. and it was actually like he made it was like a very simple bomb like with just like a timer and a pipe bomb but then he made it all like Oh, like he could, like he could call it and blow it up randomly, or you know what I'm saying, or like if he did something wrong, it could just go off or some shit. That and you know what was even more fucked up was like there was specific notes in the instructions because it was like they sent him on like a scavenger hunt. Like first you're gonna rob this bank, and then you're gonna go somewhere else and somewhere else. And the and because the cops kind of like got involved and was trying to figure the shit out. The dude exploded, but they found out later that had he would have done the other missions, then the bomb was designed to give him more time. Oh, that's crazy. So the cops were like, oh, shit. So, like, they, you know, obviously have to get involved with bank robbery, but they didn't know and have enough time to decide, like, oh, shit, like, we need to get this. But he could have he could have stayed alive. That's the whole point. type thing. That's you know? still crazy. Yeah. So, um it's it's not check it out evil genius uh, I've been, I've, i'm pretty sure i heard about it but like i'm usually not big on the you know i'm not big on the on the docs about like people killing people and shit serial yeah. killers and you know what i'm saying like oh ted bundy he was yeah. so hot though and it's like uh why i don't care bro yeah i mean i don't think that's my see- angle <laughs> I know, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, bro, the, the the delivery guys scorch him. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> no, the, uh, like just like people trying to, are people finding that shit intriguing in terms of like the dude murdering a bunch of people? But like yeah, this one around, it seems actually interesting. Like that's pretty crazy. Like weird way where you would think it come from some sort of movie or some shit. Yeah, which then you know they they tried to make some comedy and they, I guess they do off of it, but. I mean, man, if I was in that scenario, yeah, like you said, pizza's on the house, um, and I'm quitting the next day because yeah, uh, bro, we got some weird, we got some weird customers. Yeah, that has to be like usually. I think you know you have police pizza delivery dude. You just think you're gonna get robbed. That's pretty much it. 
Now that you're about to fucking get a bomb strapped to you, like, hey, bro, leave me alone. And metaphorically, Rob, doesn't they don't give you much money? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, yeah. So I mean, it was cool, and like, I mean, I will say, like, I guess I'm more into the docu series, documentaries, and like, you know, sports shit than I am the show shows. But what were you saying about they're not marketing their shows recently? Oh yeah, like I didn't. Okay, so usually I go see a movie over the weekend. There was really nothing that I wanted to see. I was thinking about seeing The Kitchen, but then it got shitty, shitty shit ratings. And so I was, and usually I'm like, all right, it got bad ratings. Maybe I'll still check it out. But then it was like, it was like a 15 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, yeah, that's a little too low for me to rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like. It's one thing if it's in the 30s or the 40s, and it's like, ah, oh, maybe it's just mixing critics a while. But if it's, like, it's in, like, the 15s and the 10s, like, that just, like, that probably means the movie's bad. Like, most more, mo- most likely. Like, the chances of me being part of that 15 that was about it is, is very slim. Yeah, uh, but if they do, like I said, not to go back on it, but Booksmart, they give you 100%. I'm going in there being like, yo, this better be Oscar worthy, fam. Like, yeah, I get what you, but you gotta see that thing. You gotta, I don't look at it as in, in a terms of if if someone gets a hundred percent, that means that they given a movie a hundred, like like a A plus. To me, it just means that out of the hundred or you know, if a hundred people saw the movie, a hundred critics saw the movie, a hundred of those people thought the movie was the least good. You know what I mean? That's how Rotten Tomatoes work. Like it's not it's not oh everybody gave it the fucking five out of five it's just everybody enjoyed it and to some extent so it might be everybody gave it a seven a seven out of ten but if everybody gave it a seven out of ten that's still technically a hundred around tomatoes you know what I mean Yeah I get oh you're right right yeah you told me about the rent the the participation score yeah yeah I, yeah, I just it's just more like if you get a favorable rating that counts as one. That counts as a rating and it's favorable. So if you got a hundred percent, that just means that every rating that you got was some form of favorable. But it does not mean that you know what I'm saying every rating was five out of five. You know what I mean? That's not how it is. It's more like, hey, most people who everybody who's went to go see this movie has enjoyed it. It doesn't mean that it's a fucking Oscar winner. But sometimes that is what happens. It is an Oscar winner or some shit. But also it could mean that it's just a it's just a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's not that many flaws in the movie. You still might not like it. Like, you still might might not think it's top tier, but you you probably you're not gonna come away from it saying that it was a bad movie. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why I go the opposite way. If you got a fifteen percent, like I might like some parts of it, but I'm probably gonna come away and say that movie sucked. <laughs> or I mean? or they were who they thought they were who we thought they were. Yeah, like yeah, like I don't know, fam, but. So, Sometimes yeah, it's fun in walking out of a theater being like, fan, that was so bad. Right? Yeah, no, I like that too, but it's just like, if I'm not already motivated to go see something, it, like, if, it's only for shit that I'm on the, on the fence with. So if I was never like super hype about seeing it, like if, it, if the score is fire, it might push me over the edge of going to see it. But if it's not, then, you know what I'm saying? If I'm on the fence and it, I get, it gets a bad rating, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm not going to go see it. But either way, so I, I chilled. I was like, all right, you know, I'll probably find something to watch. I got a whole bunch of shows that I probably need to catch up on. And then I go on fucking Netflix and new season of Glow. 
uh, was on Netflix. And if you don't know, Glow is a show that's literally based off a wrestling, a real wrestling league that was in the 80s that was called The Gorgeous Ladies of, of Wrestling. And it's like the whole series kind of it has Allison Brie in it and some chick. I think she was from Mad Men. But they like show like girls in, in Hollywood that wanted to be actors and they couldn't find work. So they joined this wrestling league and it kind of shows how they build it and shit. But obviously they do more like deep diving on the characters and, and whatnot and show a whole bunch of like, you know, stuff in the 80s, how women saw themselves, uh, you know, living through misogyny and all the bullshit. And, then, and it's kind of like cutting down how wrestling was because even probably now, like it was a whole bunch of sexism and also like super stereotypical and racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and it is still to this day. Like, bro, yeah. they just did a picture meme gallery of uh, Vince. Like, every time he wore a do rag, it's like more than five times. Like, yeah, that. but that's that's what they do. Obviously, in wrestling, it's like supposed to be like a soap opera, so they like play all that shit up to make it like the worst. But even in Glow, it's like they they made the Indian girl play like she's from Pakistan, and she was like 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 a jihadi or some shit. And the Asian chick was, she was like Cambodian, but they said she was from China and that she was like, you know what I'm saying, red scare. They had her jumping out of a fortune cookie. And shit. Yeah. And, and like the Russian chick was like super, like, you know, Soviet. Like they were, they had all these characters. Like the black girl was called Welfare Queen. Oh and my she, God. Yeah. It's like, and so it was like them dealing with like how fucked up it is, but then also, like, trying to spin it in a good way because they're trying to just grow their careers and shit. And, you know, like, the first season is really good. The second season is really good. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. But if you if you do watch it and you didn't even know that the season was out, season three probably the best season that they had because they, like, built on the characters. They, like, moved on, you know, different things outside of just the wrestling aspects uh, of it. And, uh, you know, I think they did it really well. I mean, it should have been nominated for, like, Emmys and shit. But... My problem is fucking Netflix don't even tell you when they drop these fucking shows. Like I had like I've watched this show like every year that it's come out, probably the fucking weekend has come out, and I had no clue, even though it was in our algorithm and everything, that this shit fucking show was about to premiere last weekend. And I'm like, how does that even possible? You know what I mean? Like and I'm I'm thinking about it. They don't ever like promote any of their shows. You just you just like find out that the fucking new seasons on there when you hop on Netflix. Well, like, do you is there a such thing where they can do commercials like on regular television? So yeah, they get they do they did they did commercials for Stranger Things. That's like the only show that they actually promote. They'll do a they'll do a fucking Super Bowl commercial for Stranger Things. They'll put it on YouTube like ads because they there's all there's different ways to do it besides TV because you're like most people who have Netflix are probably trying to cut cable. So you probably don't need to advertise on cable as much. They still advertise on cable for Stranger Things. They they advertise on YouTube. And even then, like, it's as simple as even just having a social media push about it. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't see shit until literally it came out. And I'm like, oh, shit, season three of Glow is out. And that motherfucker, I ain't know about that shit to the day of. And the only thing I saw people talk about on Twitter was saying, hey, how the fuck did I not know this shit dropped? <laughs> And so I'm like, bro, they do this shit with everything, though. Now that I think about it, like, unless 
you uh, every Netflix thing you hear, you probably hear it from word of mouth, right? Yeah, I mean now Twitter and Instagram, right? And it's never like, oh, you saw it like as an ad, or you you saw, which I guess is it's smart if you actually think that that's how your shit's gonna circulate. But I feel like you can't do that for a show that's good that you actually want to push. Like you know what I'm saying? If you got a show that's winning awards, you should definitely push that shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I just, again, but like you were saying, would it muddy the waters for cable that is trying to stay relevant, you know? Right. No, I don't. And I'm not, yeah, again, I'm like, I get it if you can't do it on cable, but I'm like, you could definitely still do the YouTube ads and the Google ads and on Facebook and shit. Like there's multiple places you can advertise now that Netflix could have been doing and they just didn't, you know what I'm saying? I will say. Or they just don't, except for one show. I will say, going back to the wrestling thing, though, the only thing that's kind of cool, Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is, like, one of my favorite, one of the coaches. Oh, for sure. They make him out to be, like, this redneck hillbilly, but he's, like, a really just, like, distinct liberal, <laughs> like, in right. real life. It's very funny. It is so, funny. Shouts to that. But I think he's still, like, redneck-ish, but it's just, like, redneck is not, you know, it's not the same. It's not synonymous, I guess. Right, it doesn't, yeah, which... Didn't Adam Ruins Everything imply that, like, a redneck was actually, like, uh, somebody that was into, was a laborer because they wore the red bandanas or something around their neck? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know if I, I might have missed that one. Something like that. Yeah, look at that. It used to be a positive term, actually. I mean, yeah. Probably. Or at least uh, a of endearment. <laughs> but, no, I'll check it out. I was into, I'm, I know, a big wrestling head growing up. Um you know, season three, so got some catching up to do. It it's a it's a nice that's the thing too. Like it's a cool, like nice watch because it's the show. The episodes are only thirty minutes, so it's not forty minutes an episode or fifty minutes how some of it be. And it's only ten episodes a season. So I mean, every time that it's dropped a season, I pretty much went through the whole season in a in a day or at least a weekend. You know what I mean? Or that's what I need and. You just hit it on the head. I need a short-winded show because my attention span is like a fucking goldfish. Right, right. And I, I do think they do a really good job of, like, developing characters and other stories. And, like, they kind of moved. In the first season, you kind of follow these two girls and their relationship because they kind of do fucked up shit to each other. But then once you get into season two and definitely in season three, they started developing the, like, background characters a little bit more and you start exploring them. And, and how their lives and how it affects, like, how they feel about shit. So, I just I think it's really good. Mark Maron's in it, too, if you fuck with him. I have no clue. Uh, yeah, I'd have to look him up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he, he's a comedian that also has a podcast that isn't as popular as uh, the homie. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I don't know. I don't, like, the guy that everybody listens to that I can't even think of right now. Uh, it don't matter because he ain't cool with us. <laughs> the bug no. boys. Joe Rogan or whatever, yeah. Oh, oh, in a world where only <laughs> where everyone yeah. refers to one podcast. Right, right. Mark Maron was out here and he had a he had a whole show, but I know he had a podcast. This podcast is pretty cool too. So, or shouts to Fox. Um, yeah. but you know, going into wrestling, I grew up, you know, a diehard fan. Definitely, as I got older, I realized how it's fake. So it's kind of frustrating because now it's just like you know the acting and the acting's gotten kind of worse as I've gotten uh, as 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 I have gotten older. I honestly think though that when I think about it now and how wrestling was, I'm like, how the hell did I ever get into it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, 
I think it was just like the escape of like, wow, you could beat somebody up in this world, you know, like, and just the like the storyline of like the championship belt, and I mean they do add some like triumph and tragedy and shit to it, you know. They did a really they, they did a really good job of like building out, but it but then you realize like some of the tropes just start getting like played over and over again, and then, I mean I guess that's probably why most people stop liking wrestling when they hit their teen years, you know. Well, and then, like, also, dude, you remember playing in the playground, like, doing wrestling moves, and, like, every, it'd be like, all right, we're doing a ladder match. <laughs> and, like, there'd yeah. be no ladder. Right? You're doing fucking Stone Cold and people, and RKOing. Yeah, and you just, like, like, doing, like, sharpshooters and shit, and, like, fucking pile te- driving people. The teachers don't even know, even know how to yell at you because, like, what are you doing to each other? It's like, yeah, <laughs> you, you don't understand. You know, this is Monday Night Nitro type shit, all right? Right, well, you trying to jump off of shit on, and then obviously they like don't do this shit at home, but everybody does that shit. You don't get stripped, <laughs> stripped. Don't play me. Don't play that bitch. Yeah. Look, hey, look, round my way. They call you a lick. You'll get stripped, robbed and kicked. Don't play me, nigga. Play with that bitch. I'm like bitch, bitch, make me rich. I said bitch, hey, make me rich, bitch. Make me rich, I said, bitch, bitch, make me rich. Uh, I said, make me rich. Hey, balling on you niggas like a high school jamboree. Extra molly on me, I might put it in my daiquiri. Look, uh, I pay more in taxes than your salary. Uncle Tom asked, see me run it up annually. You say you a boss, what do you really on? Contracts my name really on. I dived in head first, got my free willy on. I take my dignity before I take a million. You would do it ever for the life looking head ass. Sparks the mid and Walgreens for the hype head ass. Do random pharmaceuticals, they said it was tight head ass. Instagram ad, bubble chain, ice head ass. Hella dipped in that middle school. Round my white head so, ass, call you a lick. Speaking of that, you'll get you know, stripped. Funny, like Rocking kicks. Don't play me, nigga. Play with that bitch. Something I'm like, that. bitch, bitch, make me rich. I said, bitch, make me rich. Mature age. Make me rich. I said, bitch, make me rich. I go by the name of Black. Rich. Somebody get they homie Before I go hoagie and put cheese on this fucking baloney Please not today, I already got a migraine from that jacket Them bootcut jeans, that fake Louis bag is so pathetic Cross your bitch at Monkey King, have to jump out of sweaty I heard she worked at airports and be cleaning up mansions Ain't had a square bitch since Oakland had Philip Buchanan So I asked that little help for how high is your credit She went to credit card and the screen was showing 811 The next day I had her run a play at the check cash Looked at that bitch and start smiling like I was the Grinch A few more trips to this in the house flip gon' make me Round my way, they call you a lick Frustrated under pressure. <laughs> you, don't, you don't you don't buckle, you bend a little bit. Yeah, you know I'm saying, yeah. And uh I was like, dude, this is bad, man. Like, I don't know what to do. Um and then I, I use my brother's phone, and then like you know how sometimes you go to log in and like it tries to automatically type in the password shit? Yeah. And I did it, but I needed to get to my email, not his, right? Right. So that his shit's locking up, and I was like, uh, you know. And my homie that had his ticket was already in there just waiting on us. Like, yo, what's the hold up? Um, but what's funny is I was like 
talking to I was talking to the lady the whole time and she was looking at my phone trying to get the shit going and my boy was like I was gonna text you just to walk away but imagine her reading that shit and being <laughs> like uh walk away like so yeah, I was gonna be like oh the song lyrics you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but uh so then the, then yeah like I don't know act of God or whatever my shit loaded and she like let me in uh, but then while we're walking up, fam, mad people are walking out, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And then it starts like torrential downpour. Oh yeah, there was a delay, dog. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" But then it was kind of cool because like everything happens for a reason because we got there late, but the we got there during the delay, so we really didn't miss anything. You know what I'm saying? Wait, did you see Daniel Jones? Like, I was the only thing. That was the only thing I missed was him go perfect uh, on the drive, bro. Them jokes damn. are quiet now, right? I mean, it was one driving preseason. Yeah. But, I'm with but, that, but that that touchdown was cold, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know how many people were starting. I have no clue. No, anyway. But, yeah, it's funny that you say that, too. So then while there's a delay, everyone's kind of just hanging out. Um, I'm asking some people, like, yo, will they cancel the game? And I guess the rule is, like, you have to be, like, 30 minutes in between lightning strikes for them to cancel. Mm. And what was funny, though, is, like, this is where, like, you know, things can get perceived as, like, arguments or debates when it's just, like, I think there's natural disagreements or, what's that, organic disagreements that, like, not everything has to be an argument. It could just be, like, an exchange of thoughts. Right. So, for example, I asked her, I was like, hey, this girl was in line. I was like, hey, Dan- I heard Daniel Jones went nuts, but, like, did did Eli not start? Like, is he hurt? Like, what's going on? And she was like, oh, they never, st- Eli never starts in the preseason. And I was like, no, no, yeah, he does. Um, you know, she's like, no, no starters start in the preseason. But then, uh, yeah, but Sam, I, that's not the case. Sam Darnold started for the Jets, and he's their starter. So I was like, right, no, everybody they start at least one drive. She's like, no, never. And I'm like, well, that's not true. <laughs> like, there's definitely Eli's definitely played in preseason games before, and usually they play, and then the fourth game, no starters start because they want to get rested for the regular season. Right. It'd be like the usually it's this. That first preseason, they play for, like, a drive. And then the second preseason game, they might play for, like, two drives or so, like, half a first quarter. And then the third one is when they really, like, they play. They might play the whole quarter or whatever. And then fourth one, nobody plays unless you're trying to make the team pretty much. Right. But but at the same time, you know, there's obviously veterans like somebody like Eli's age or Phillip Rivers, that might really not... Like, they might play, like, one drive of the whole preseason. Right. But regardless, I was just like, uh, you're right. There's no production in, like, arguing. So I didn't want to necessarily concede and say, like, yeah, you're right. I just, like, kind of left it as, like, oh, okay. Even though, like, I didn't agree at all, you know? Like, starter Eli's definitely played in a preseason game before. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely started one. And but again, there's no re- reason to argue with a person in the fucking French fry line at the nah. stage. You know? But after, again, after you asked her a question, and that was it. Yeah, and the question was like, and 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 that's where things can get uh, misconceived as you know arguments and debates. I'm like, well, no, nah, it just why do I have to concede to her being wrong? <laughs> you know, right, right. Uh, but with that, man, so the game was kind of lit. Um, my my boy Tony's kind of making fun of me, saying that like. I was trying to teach my brother football the entire time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, shouts to the AZCFL. You know, I'm a reporter and a broadcaster. And, you know, I broadcasted ASU football. 
and analyzed and written and all that shit. But, you know, I am as, you know, like a student of the game now. And, like, I have changed my, the way I watch the game, how I used to before. And it's cool because I analyze it completely differently. But what is not as cool is, like, some of the dudes that just don't grow up. Because we were sitting behind or in front of these guys that continue to say the same shit. Like, oh, I would have caught that ball. And, oh, oh, still doing that. The ref, oh, the ref is blind. Oh, he should see a new eye doctor. Like, all this (laughs) shit. And I'm like, fam, like, and these guys are, like, in their 50s and shit. I'm like, has any of this ever worked, you know? Right, uh, but I'm just proud of myself. I want to say shouts to me because I used to be annoying, obnoxious guy that would yell things on the field. Be super would, biased and super biased. Point. Every play, everything. But I, granted, you were only at a preseason game. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a little bit easier to not get like emotional about it. But I feel you. Um, but no, I'm just. But in, in other games, I've been like, I don't know. I think like I went to the Knicks game this year and like. People are like, yo, Nick suck. I'm like, yo, who are you telling? Like, come on. Right, yeah. yeah. Before people get way more mad. I know, and I've always kind of been like that. Like, I try, you know, even, you know, I still might get caught up in my feelings if something went against us. But uh, I remember even in college, me and the homeboy used to be like, if the ref called like a travel or something, and it was, it was obviously a travel, we'd be like, boo, fuck you, ref, what the hell? And then, like, that was definitely a travel, though. <laughs> <laughs> like he definitely was right, but boo, you know what I mean. But it was, you know, it's funny because there's so many people who are just so blinded by that. It could be like an obvious foul or something like that, and they'd be like, "Oh, what the what the hell? Like that's a terrible call." And it's like, bro, he hacked him. You know what I'm saying? Or right, like, like passing interference is like. Yo, he ran into dude like with the ball in the air, like that's an interference. They're like, nah, bro, that's just incidental contact. Like, ah, he grabbed him though. <laughs> I will say, like, you know, shouts to the homie Osaha Irabor, burn, burn, burn. I think episode eighty one we had him on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those dudes were my homies, like when they played. So like when those dudes like were actually like in danger and the other players or like fans would cheer and shit, I'm like, yo, that ain't cool. Like those right. are the boys, you know, like those are just homies actually going at it um there's like and you know there's also like a respect factor because it's like you represent the school way more than you represent the giant i represent the giants right right you know um so you know i think with college you know i've definitely removed like the student aspect of it but i still love you know my 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 alumni and i'm sorry my album minor and all that shit and oh yeah same you know, so I'm gonna still go nuts during March Madness and fucking, you know, during college football and shit like that. But I'm definitely not out here yelling at people anymore and telling people that, oh, you dropped it, I would have caught it. Because if they ain't catching it, I'm not catching it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even if you would have, it's like, bro, but you, you never would have been in the position. <laughs> or you, yo, if you were on the field, you wouldn't have been open and thrown to anyway. Right. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? You'd have been covered because you're not as fast as that guy. Or you're not on the team, like, or play football. Yeah. Like, so many variables. Like, yeah, bro, like, you're not out there. Like, I, I get, though, if, you you know, the ball goes to somebody's hand, you're just like, hey, he should have caught that, but sometimes you don't catch him. You know what I mean? Right. And it's okay to, like, you know, say it in, like, a, a sense of, like, uh, potential. Like, bro, I, like, I know you better. You know, like, you should have right. caught that. Like, that type of shit. But not like a, yo, like, I could have done it. Like, nah. <laughs> like, nah, bro. Like, Probably bro, like, not. yeah. Um... 
these homies, like, it's cool because I was, you know, here in Brooklyn or at Brooklyn where my parents were at, they, uh, there was like a basketball tournament going on. It was the Brooklyn, like, street ball league. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I want no smoke from none of those dudes. Like, <laughs> imagine walking on being like, yo, who needs one? Who needs one? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, they alley-ooping to themselves, dunking Bro, on I, dudes. I definitely don't want to get dunked on, man. That's the worst thing ever. Bro, but, yo, shout out to Progression. Uh, they have decriminalized marijuana in New York. And what's really cool, man, is, like, it's a beautiful scene. It's, like, you know, cops always show up to, like, social functions just to make sure they never, like, get out of hand. Mm-hmm. But this dude smoking weed right in front of the cops, like, right in New York City, bro. Back when, like, you know, only months ago, you would have got, like, locked up for months for that shit, you know? yeah. And it's just like, man, this is the this is the type of progress we want, you know? I mean, obviously, the next step is just, you know, legalizing it or whatever. But, yeah. you, you know, I'm sure they'd make so much money if they had that in in New York or whatever. It just, you know, obviously, free all, the, free all the homies in jail. That's on weed charges because it's bullshit now. They have, dude, they have delivery services out here now, too. And But it's still kind of hot because, like, they don't know who you are and shit. So, right. you like... They'll pull up and they'll, yo, do you want this or that? And you're just like, all right, I got these options, you know? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Um, But speaking of crazy, did you see any of these, like, top 50 rappers list shit? I have seen the top 50 lists. I have seen, they're, they're, they're not, I don't like them as much as I've seen the cafeteria room lists. Oh, yeah, I've seen so many of those cafeteria, which cafeteria table are you sitting at? Right. Definitely and... jump the shark. <laughs> I, I like that like, one. They sure one at work today that was like the waters and had like Dasani was one table and fucking Evian and San Pellegrino. And I'm like, bro, I've never seen anybody drink a San Pellegrino. <laughs> Especially is their base water. Like, fuck out of it. Right? <laughs> like, yo, go to a San Pellegrino. Who the fuck are you, bro? Man, <laughs> it's like, you, you, yeah, it's like, you real rich. Like, fam. If I'm at lunch and someone pulls a Pellegrino out of their bag, I'd be like, yo, I don't think I could afford to talk to you, son. <laughs> I don't even know what's the appropriate time to just drink one. Like, unless you're making a drink or something, I don't... Like, what yeah. else are you just sitting... I don't... I mean, I don't really get seltzer waters and, and, and fucking sparkling waters that aren't flavored. Like, you really just... You just needed some fizzle in your water, bro. What? Yeah, they said uh, sparkling water tastes like when your leg falls asleep. <laughs> yeah! It's like yo, I I just need my I just need my water to fizz a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it still tastes like nothing. That's what I want. I want uh, the water to dance while I'm drinking it. <laughs> I want all the I want all the bad parts of the sprite, but none of the flavor. Like, bro, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, no, that definitely jumped the shark. But the the top fifty list. Every time I see any list for anything that's people take way too serious, like rap or you know, what I'm saying top. 10 or if it was like top 50 quarterbacks ever or you know what i'm saying anything sports or honestly it's sports and hip-hop that get people juices flowing the most honestly like you could do it over some dumb like top 50 sandwiches and i'd be with it you know what i'm saying but once you get the rappers because i'm like bro it don't matter who makes a list we're gonna look at it and not see people on it that we personally like or see somebody on there who might, even though they might be popular, we don't like them as much as the person who made the list. So we're like, wow, you got this person over this person. Who did you? Who do you personally like more? You know what I'm saying? So it's like nobody, 
because I seen like other people who are supposedly hip hop heads like bash the first one that came out, which you know it deserved to be because it had Joe Buttons at three, and I'm like, bro, I right, obviously this is a troll because I even though I can admit that everybody has different tastes, there's nobody who thinks Joe Buttons is a top three rapper. <laughs> I don't even think Joe Buttons. I don't even think Joe Buttons thinks that. Yeah, Joe Buttons not making a fucking list and putting himself top. Th- I mean, maybe because he's you know he's like, hey, nobody rock a fedora like me, but I, you know what I mean. But like, I don't, I don't think he many. I, I really don't think outside of him and maybe his mom, but nobody put him top three on some serious shit. So I I knew it was a troll, but then everybody started dropping their real list, and you know people were doing wild shit like putting putting Nicki Minaj ahead of Lil Wayne. And shit on the list, and it's it's like, see, no matter who makes any of these lists, we're gonna find something to trash it about. You know what I mean? My my thought and opinion about any list is something, especially is something as far as fifty. Like you got to really do some research. You know what I'm saying? And if you're throwing up things that are kind of like you said, like off the hip, like oh yeah, Eminem, obviously like number one or whatever you're putting. It's like, I feel like people are putting more effort into, like, the numbers. Like, oh, well, I got to focus on number 1, 10, uh, 20, 30, and 40. You know, like, the ones in the middle, are, like, can be, like, variables. Right, know? right. Like, you can move them around. Yeah, because I feel like people would be like, bro, you got stupid number 10. But, like, if it was number 6, they'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Me? <laughs> <laughs> right? You're just looking like, damn, you got Tupac in the 15, but it's like... If you use eleven or nine, it's not that big a deal, <laughs> right? You know? just, yeah, bro. Like, it's like, bro, in the grand scheme, that's like four slots, but okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you're just like, are we saying like favorite like rapper that makes club beats, favorite rapper that right. is, like lyricist? That's what I was like. What are we going off of? We going off of how much that person liked those people? Like, then if it's a favorites list, and you can't get mad at anybody's list for that, or is it like, are you going off of artists? Or are you going like actual rap ability? Because I'm like, if you're going off an of artist, that's different. Because it could be like, you know, like technically Royce to 5'9 raps better than, you know, technically and stylistically better than 2 Chains. But if we go on like as an artist, 2 Chains got way more hits and shit that people are going to fuck with than Royce to 5'9. So you know what I mean? So it's like, what are you? Uh, it's like, what are you fucking making this list on? <laughs> and then people's, bro, I love people's retaliations that could never be like, even, uh, like created to an argument. Like for example, I personally think that Raekwon is a better producer than Dr. Dre, and people are like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so nah, like, you don't think that shit. I'm like, all right, well, I don't know how to argue that, but um, uh, okay, like you know what I'm saying, like. But they will be bugging. Yeah, me. I didn't say like your favorite artist, like you know, whatever. Right. But it's like, all right, cool. That's your opinion. Is wild, like, but okay. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? you prefer, and those are beats you prefer. But that's just you know, obviously funny. Yeah. But like, I do that with everything. It's like, you know, what I'm saying, and it it kind of makes it funny because everything can be so like subjective and objective, and it's kind of funny. One, when it makes it even better when something is, for the most part, everybody thinks is garbage or for the most part, everybody thinks is good. Like, for the most part, everybody thinks Remember the Titans is a great movie unless you're a racist. Right? Uh, or if you don't know shit about football. I guess. But even then, it's like it was like more so it, like racism was the big thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, still enjoy the movie without like being like, you know, well, I don't like football that much, but Remember Titans is a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, but some people are still walking around being like, what the fuck is strong inside? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> right. The other thing too is like most people will tell you that Denzel Washington is a great actor. Like you really never like you have to go to the edge of the earth to find somebody who say who will say Denzel Washington is trash. All right, but then on the flip side of that, like. Yeah, you know I'm saying there's nobody who likes that Logan Paul dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I mean, I guess he has a bunch of fucking followers, so I guess there are people. Millions of people, but they're mostly kids, you know. Right, but no, a grown adult is like that guy's a cool guy, you know. But that isn't like on his payroll. So you know what I mean? It's just funny when you find like near universal truths on things that are obviously super subjective, and everything else is like ah, like I hate this thing, but most people like it. Well, so if I were to, you know, because, you know, I'm the, you're the music guy, Ty, and I'm the food guy, okay? And if I were to put, like, top 50 fast food items, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if I by accidentally put the cheesy gordita crunch behind, like, you know, the hot and spicy, I'm not going to die. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'll only get mad if, you, if, the, if, the, if the cheesy gordita crunch wasn't in your top 10. That's my number one. <laughs> so, yeah, but exactly. uh, okay, so my bad. So, like the Crunchwrap Supreme, which is pretty much a cheesy gordita crunch uncrunched, you know, or uncheesied, or whatever the fuck right, you want to say. Right. If I, that's like number nine, people won't be like, "Yo, like, what happened, B? It's like, well, <laughs> like I don't know, man. Like, you know, if I put like that, that's a similar thing though, because it's like, all right, so like you put rappers from a group, right? And like, wh- like it's like, all right, I got Outkast. It's like you got Andre 3000 in your five, and then you got Big Boy, like, at 18 or some shit, right? Right. It's like, bro, you got the hot and spicy at two, and the McDonald's fries at 19? Like, come on, <laughs> dude. like, yo, what do you want me to do? It's my list, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I, thought, I don't know what to tell you. I also think, like, nobody, like, you make a top 50 anything list, you're not putting, like, once you start getting to the, you know, the even past the top ten, you you basically not thinking too hard about it. It just not. There's no well, way. What's funny too is like, what about the people that have like very very low self esteem and they just make the list? They're like, yo, did you see I was forty six? That's tight. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, alright, bro, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's calling people that are like top five. He's like, bro, guess who made the list? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we we know, man. Um, but yeah, at the same time, what if like, I mean, I guess that's wild for artists, but like, you know, what if the artists don't care about the lists, you know, like what if they're just like, oh, I'm four on some random dude's list. Okay. Like, it's funny because there's the one that you know who would care. Like Wale is notorious for being on Twitter, like mad that people are underrating him. And so like, he's probably somebody who we care about random as, list that had Joe Budden's top three. You know what I'm saying? But I think for the most part, if you're a Jay-Z or or anybody else who, you know, outside for the people who are earned alive, you know what I'm saying? If you're anybody who who knows that you're top whatever and most people list, you probably don't need the validation of some random ass dude who nobody even really knows putting that shit on Twitter. So, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Of, and, uh, it's just stupid, man, because like I feel like, yeah, as humans, we just say shit to argue mm-hmm. because, um, like, the, like you said, these can never be proven. So it's like, 
They're like, nah, man, this cafeteria table or this top 50 list is better than yours. Right. It's like, what's the point of making a list? Although now I'm like, I'm kind of like, yo, let's make that fast food one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit on social media, bro. That would not might... take me long. That would not take me long to do. Even though we'd probably be a little late <laughs> on the whole trend, but whatever, fuck it. Nobody did the, nobody did that. Um, but I guess that's you know moving on to our favorite part of the week. Burr, 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 burr. Songs of the week, bro. What you got? Um. All right, man. So this one's a weird song of the week. Like always, I come with the. I come with the the randomness, the old school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, this week I want to come with some new shit because I'm home. I'm back home. I'm in my front. And I'm liking what this little cat's doing. He's young. And, you know what I'm saying? Usually I, I, I'm the type of dude that I'm like, yo, climb some ladders, then call me. But this little 16-year-old from Long Island, little Tekka, uh, hitting the oh rip. yeah, doing it with did it again. Did it again. I know he's the one. Was it uh, ransom? Right. That's his other right. Song. Yeah. Shouts to him, man. Because he said uh, they asked him if he had twin Glocks. He's like, Nah, I don't got any. Yeah, the, the free, it was his genius uh, interview, right? Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I don't own. <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I don't got no guns, bro. I want you people. <laughs> and then they. Hey, he had the car bar, and he was like, yeah, I don't own any of those things. Like, was, I'm like, bro, I'm with the transparency. Let's go. I like, and you know, and, I mean, this is not the song of the week, but yeah, in his song Ransom, he's got a line that he says, I need a dire rider. And he meant to write ride or die, but he's like, it didn't fit, so I changed it. So, <laughs> <laughs> dire rider. I like that. Yeah. Little Tekka, which I don't know if it's Tekka. Or Tetra, because technically, if two C's put together in Italian, make the SH sound, but I don't think he's Italian. So let's go with just a little Tekka. All right, there we go. Um, that, yeah, check, definitely check. I need, I've been meaning to check out whatever more he has just because that interview was funny as shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know how I usually do it. I usually do, you know, three, I give you three songs one that bops, one that slaps, one that bangs. Uh, my song that bops this week is Hair Down by Sir featuring Kendrick. Uh, Sir is kind of like a under-the-radar dude in the TDE group. I saw me and Trav, shout out to Trav, obviously saw him when they came here. Uh, when the TDE like concert came here last year, and he was in there. He did like a little show. I think he only did like three or two or three songs. But he got a song called Hair Down with Kendrick. Kendrick's probably, it's probably Kendrick's only verse of the year. Because he usually likes to lay low in between albums. Um, so definitely check that one out. My song that slaps is Hottest in the City by Ty Dolla Sign. I saw I saw a tweet the other day that said people really be sprinkling Ty Dolla Sign on these features like it's parsley. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really do hear him like on so many other people's songs. And he fucking makes every song better. But obviously he got his own shit that be banging. So definitely shout out to him. Check out Hottest in the City. He got Juicy J. On it, I'm pretty sure Project Pat, even though it doesn't say so on like you know streaming, it doesn't give you the actual person. That's like the people who are featured on the song, which I don't get why artists keep doing that shit. I don't know if you ever noticed that when they say that when they don't list the features. Yeah, they don't list the fucking features, and I don't really understand who started this trend and why they did that shit. But like, 
I don't know about you, but I like knowing who the fuck is on the song. Also, that sucks for the people who are, you know, saying they're not that known. So you're like, oh, I'm on a Chance the Rapper's album that mad people about to stream. It would be nice if they hear my verse and like, oh shit, this is fire. Who this? And then they go to check, and this motherfucker ain't got the goddamn your name on the fucking song. So they're like, oh well, I guess <laughs> I guess I'll never know. Even, <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't even go look. They can't look up your shit because. You're not on the fucking track list. You oh, know? shit. Messy Jesse alert. They're conspiring with fucking Netflix and not marketing their shit. It all comes, <laughs> it all comes together, no, son. I get that the the artist is trying to surprise people, but I feel like that only works when the when the feature is like a big feature. Everybody already knows. Like, all right, you got Kendrick on the song. Cool. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, the secret person is J. Cole. They don't need more publicity or some shit. But if it's somebody I never heard of, you know what I mean? I, and I think they versus fire. I would like to know what the fuck their name is. But I guess yeah. that might, I guess that's just me. But I digress. Uh, my song that flaps is from Rick Ross's new album. I listened to the whole thing, Port of Miami. Mm. Uh, uh, my shit's gonna be the song that flaps gonna be uh, Rich Nigga Lifestyle or song that bangs. Sorry, Rich Nigga Lifestyle with Nifty Hustle, Tiana Taylor on there. The whole album, Port of Miami 2, is fire. Uh, probably his best shit since... Uh, I guess his last album was pretty good. But it's, 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 it's one of his better projects. You know, it's wild that Rick Ross pretty much... You know, I mean, he's pretty much lying to us the whole time about him selling whatever the fuck he says he be selling. You know, except for him, obviously, might he might actually have all the shit that he raps about in terms of luxury. But, like, every time he's talking about drugs, I'm like, bro, that's funny. But he doesn't... <laughs> And it sounds good. Port of Miami too. Definitely check it out because uh, it's fire. Um, I did listen to some other albums, but they all like eh. So I'm not even gonna shout them out. Well, shit, man. I uh, yeah, I gotta do some more. The the other day when you did that, just streak of like good music on your uh, Instagram. Like those all were bangers. So keep doing that. Oh yo, thank you. Yeah yeah yeah. I might have to throw it out. I'm gonna throw out some on the. I need, I used to do the you know how we do the songs of the week put them on our shared Instagram which you can go follow at at you know the bucket hat boys on Instagram um, you know we could pad, we'll put the music there for it's easier for you to find but yeah I'll, I'll I'll be trying to do the little music drops for people you know yeah, those are legit man because that's how I learn my show otherwise I'm gonna just find three songs and play them over and over again. <laughs> Because that's what I'll be doing. Two years from now when we're doing this, like, yo, Jesse, what's your song of the week? Hey, this little Tekka. <laughs> I'm like, nah, but I'm like, I'm like, but he said die or rider. You know what I'm saying? You're like, like, all right, bro, I got it. Hey, Ty, you heard of this new uh, Lil Uzi Vert? Uh, all my friends are dead, bro. That shit's fire, bro. I'll be like, yo, Ty, you see they making top 50 rapper lists? <laughs> <laughs> who's your 50 dog but uh but now nah, man that's fire but uh i think i want to thank you ty again for putting up with me week in week out uh you know we are the bucket hat boys we are growing we want to say thanks to all the buckets that uh continue to been loyal uh we growing deep shouts to lance colorado shouts to jake in costa rica shouts to every homie that's been a part of the the building process the construction sure. crew if you will trav Always shouts to Trav. Always um, shouts to Trav. Uh, the executive producer, Trav. Shouts to everybody who supports us, who listens, 
Uh, both the Kurtz, Kurt Rogers, Kurt Sapi, uh, Mrs. Sapi, um, you know what I'm saying? The other Jesse who be listening and shit, all the homies back home that listen. Shouts to them. Shouts to Bob Clendenin, uh, that would may or not be our next guest. We'll fill you in on who that is. Shouts to him. Um, but yeah, man, other than that, with the Bucket Hat Boys, I am the kid JB. He is DJ Buttersauce for episode volume 94. Buck it up. We out. Cheer, cheer. Hey, yeah, straight to the paper. Dance dizzy, wake up straight to the paper. Yeah. Balled out straight, fucking hate I'm a swag up, yeah, I'm a swag later. Ronda, ay, yeah, straight to the paper, thanks to Z-Way.